Welcome to the Humor and Mistakes Podcast with me, McNeil, here on 103.5 FM. Each week, we have a guest on our show to discuss mistakes, mishaps, and missteps that they've made throughout life. They'll share their wisdom and we'll have a few laughs along the way. I'm here with NY Bound, member of the Tammy Taylors and Land Mermaids, Amber Dudley. Uh, so Amber, uh, we're yes. just going to start off by getting to know you a little bit. Uh, we'll, we'll start out by uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself, like your your elevator pitch, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, my name is Amber, and I I hope we're going to a very high floor. Um, <laughs> I uh, mm, I don't know. I'm I'm I work in higher ed. I've been doing comedy for about a year. I've made, oh, a million mistakes. I They're thought you were going to say a million dollars. I've made a million dollars, mostly from comedy and elevator riding. Okay. Um, no, I mean, I went to art school, which is probably my first mistake. Why is that? Oh, I, I mean, no, it was wonderful. Okay. But, you know, it didn't didn't get me anywhere, um, but it's great. Um, it, was, it was good. Um, I loved it. I'm in, I'm gonna be in debt until I'm dead. <laughs> um, Aren't we all? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know about an elevator pitch. I don't know who I am yet. You don't? don't? You're still figuring it out? Oh hell yeah! I'm 41. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. <laughs> I'm an old woman. No. And yeah, I I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up or any of that. Any of that stuff. Okay. Well, uh, you, you're into comedy. You do comedy. I've done comedy with you before. Yeah. We've we done... were we were salmons. Exactly. Uh, so what got you into comedy? Like, Ooh, I remember when we first got... I've always been into TV. I'm an only child. Um, always been like a real introvert kind of gal. And I remember when we first got like the comedy channel to my house and like I was obsessed with it from the first second like all the stand-up shows mystery science theater like all of that stuff was just I was like what is this magic um was it I, because you were laughing like you did you yeah. had never laughed before so now like you're like yeah I was like wait my li- my life was a dark hole of misery and now now there's there's a bright spot did what I is, smile what is this my face hurts um and yeah, I just watched it all the time. And ever, you know, that that was a thing. Like, and I just loved stand up. And I just kept, you know, doing that. And then once podcasts were a thing, I was like, oh my God, my ear friends are my only friends. Um, and then about a year ago, my delightful boyfriend forced me to take. Uh, an improv class and it was the greatest thing I've ever done okay um, how does he feel about your ear friends being your only friends <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean now that I've done improv I actually have human corporeal friends okay which is nice oh that's a big word but <laughs> we don't we don't do that on the Nick Real Show <laughs> prestidigitation <laughs> oh wow um, no uh, no he's all he's the most support he's a musician okay. so i spent a number of years like going to his shows and supporting him so now he's like i love the fact that i don't have to go on stage i can be 
the supportive one. I have y'all's microphone stands. Ah! <laughs> I used one this morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're moving, so if anyone needs stuff, <laughs> come uh, at me. Yeah, backstory, her boyfriend gave us microphone stands. Yes. So. Um, yeah, he's an amazing musician, and I spent a lot of time going to shows and supporting him, and now he's like, it's my turn to return the favor, and it's beautiful and amazing and bleh. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so, so that's what made you make the transition into just not listening to comedy, but actually partaking. Yeah, yeah. Actually, getting up on stage, which is insane, because I am legitimately the most shy person in the world. I am so. What? So, I am extremely socially awkward. I have um, hives right now because there's a microphone in front of me that <laughs> I cannot make eye contact with because it's. So intimidating. There's some birthday balloons <laughs> over in the corner. Is that I'm, what you're staring at? I am looking at them and I'm like, hi, you're my friends. I'm talking to you. Hi, guys. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, I do not do well with people. Um, but when I'm on stage, like, it's a whole different thing. It's a weird rush. And, yeah, I absolutely, absolutely love it. When did you get past? Because when you first get on stage, there's that nervousness. When was the first time you were like, this is what I love to do. Like, this is, I thoroughly enjoy this. Like, I'm not worried about the butterflies anymore. My my 101 show was terrible. And I legitimately was like, I don't think I'm going to keep going. Like, Shout out to the 101 classes everywhere. Hello. Um, yeah, I was like, mm, nope. But then I found out who the... 201 teacher was going to be and after that point i think like the 201 show really helped me and that went well and then after that i started to feel like okay i just need to be on stage more because the more you're on stage the more chances you have like your percentages <laughs> go up like mathematically <laughs> like chances are you're you're gonna have more good experiences than bad experiences so you just have to keep going so, up. So for the people who don't know, can you tell them like what a one-on-one class is like in, oh, okay. in comedy? All right, yeah. So a one-on-one improv class is basically you you are in a room with a um, a group of people, many of whom are just there because it improves their um, business training, um, and some people who are just like trying to get over a breakup, and then like whoa one other. Did I? Oh, I struck a nerve. What's up? Okay, it can it can work for that too. I'm not saying it doesn't. Um, and then like one other person who has actually heard of a comedian. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's mean. Um, but it's true. Um, and you're all you learned what yes and is for improv, which is. Um, you know, the idea of not saying, wait, we're not on the moon. We can't, <laughs> we can't be on the moon. We're in a tiny room together. <laughs> um, and you you learn absurdity together. And a couple of those people keep going, and you form the most ridiculous, beautiful bonds. And, yeah. And and then you never want to be without those people again in your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so so speaking of which, you have your own groups that you're a part of now. Talk yeah. a, talk a little bit about that. Uh, right now, I'm on two teams. Um, one is called the Tammy Taylors. Okay, uh, because, TTs because of uh, Connie Breton's uh, character on Friday Night Lights. Uh, she is uh, shout out the Tank. Hello, glorious. 
a glorious beacon of light and uh, fantastic hair. And we're an all-female uh, team. And, yeah, it's it's a beautiful group of weirdos. And um, I'm also part of a team called the Land Mermaids, another all-female team because okay. – it's just better to perform with women. Not, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. It's like, I I don't know if I ever, like, if I never performed with a man again, my life would be okay. Like, I'd, I'd get out, I'd be fine. Um, <laughs> uh, and the, and the Mermaids are also, like, just a group of super amazing, badass women who get along amazingly well. And we're performing tonight by the way. Um, I'll give a shout out really quick. Oh, hey. Yeah. Vars- Improv at the Varsity tonight, 930. It's a show called Lady Date. It's all women, which everybody needs in their life. You need more women in your life. Whether you think you do or not, you do. Um, 930, $5, best bargain you can get. Come on by. All right. So let's talk about uh, not your personal life, but what you do outside of comedy. Like, Oh, um, I work... I work, 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 yeah, work, 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 work. <laughs> um, I work at UNC with, uh, honors Carolina. Okay. So honor students. Is that who, student affairs? Uh, no, it's a, it's a particular group of students who are, um, very high achieving. Okay. And I think that's part of the reason I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my God, I'm a mess <laughs> because these kids are 18, 19 years old, and they are so tightly wound (laughs) and feel like they have their whole lives planned out from now until, like, probably 10 years after they die. Like, (laughs) they they know who they're going to haunt and then, like, beyond. Um they have done more by the time they're 18 than I have as a 40-year-old woman. And it is insane. I've met those people. Like, know exactly when they need the age range. They want to get married. Like, when they're going to get promotions in their current field. Like, It's crazy. Like, and if anything deviates from that plan, like, it is a disaster. Mental breakdown. Yeah. No, you cannot. And... I feel like, I mean, I'm not a crazy hippie, but to them, <laughs> I'm the crazy hippie who's like, take a class for fun. Yeah, figure and it out. Like, and they're like, what the, what the hell's that? What's fun? I'm like, you're in college. <laughs> Why aren't you hungover right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a, I had an academic advisor who chilled me out once because I was going to end up being in college the extra semester. And he was like, dude, you're, you're 20. Relax. <laughs> I say that every every single oh my god every single day. I'm like, just because this doesn't satisfy four Gen Eds, <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You're interested in it, right? <laughs> my major, <laughs> like fuck your major. Like just please take the class. Do something. It's it's very tough, and I feel like I can't imagine being a high school student now or a college student now. Like, it was so... I mean, I went to a garbage high school, to be fair. Like, an absolute garbage (laughs) high school. But I cannot imagine the pressure. Of just, like, what has to be done now. Yeah, and, like, the fact that everything is about 
check this box, check this box, check this box, or else your life is over. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we're gonna we're about to get into the nitty gritty. Mm. Um, when is a time Amber really messed up? And I'm not talking about like you colored outside the lines <sighs> on an important picture for preschool. I'm talking about like a time you're like, wow, we messed up. I talk to myself, so I say we. I'm talking about myself sometimes. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, I'm divorced. I don't know if that, I don't know. I mean, does that count? I don't. It, well, let's say it had a lot of stake to you. So, uh, for example, I would say a, a time I messed up is like not moving forward in a relationship. Like that is like a mistake I've made and I can look back on it and say that. So like a time when like you just like reflected and was like, wow, we messed up. Okay. All right. Well, okay, no. No. My my marriage was worth it. Okay. There are a couple of relationships I was in that should have ended much earlier. Okay. Um yeah, I don't know why I stayed in them. Like yeah, there was a, a five and a half year relationship with someone who I didn't even like. <laughs> what? Like I didn't enjoy talking to him. I didn't enjoy hanging out with him. Like, I liked his friends, but I didn't like him. What, how old were you? Uh, like 30. Okay. 30. Too old. Too I, I don't. I don't like age like that. Like, I think you can learn from any experience yeah, at any age. Yeah, but it feels, feels old. Word. But it was like probably, you know. Up to third, like twenty seven to thirty one, or you know, around there. Um, but yeah, he he was smart. He was getting his PhD at Harvard. Okay, he was foreign. Th- those are amazing credentials. Exactly. I was like, this is the best I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm I'm a dumpster girl from New Hampshire. What? And this is the best I'm going to do. So it doesn't matter if I like it. <laughs> and so, yeah. So it, I stayed for a very long time, even though he was not nice. How did y'all meet? Um, I spilled a drink on him at a bar. Like that? Like that was a... It's a great story. Was that like? Was it like an elegant, like flirtatious? You were trying to pick him up? Uh, no, no, no. I didn't even see him. I turned around and like, I knocked his drink on him. Okay. And I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me let me replace your beer." Um, and then we started talking, and we, you know, I didn't know if that was a move. Like, is that like in the Amber playbook? <laughs> <laughs> I would never waste alcohol. That okay. is not in my playbook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm about to say you need to if your playbook is causing you to meet people at Harvard, you need to write a a, a book about. Uh, this was actually he was at Cornell at the time. Okay, this was in upstate New York, so different. Actually, Cornell's not an Ivy, is it? But it's up there. Safety, safety Ivy, safety school. Good, <laughs> good safety school, everyone. <laughs> if you can't get into an Ivy, go to Cornell. Um, but yeah, like. It was one of those weird, and it also seemed like such a great story. Like, uh, oh, 
and we spilled a drink and we met and man, we talked and phone number man, and then we went to it on a date in the gardens and mm, he had a funny accent and didn't know words and okay you know yeah it seemed so great at the beginning and yeah that's how they often start so like describe your thought process through it like when did you like decide like this it's time to end yeah well it was probably two years before it ended okay <laughs> <laughs> and then i like i would just every time like we were drinking i would tell one of his friend there was a friend of his who i was very close to and i'd just be like why am i in this relationship this is terrible did you say it in that voice yeah <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's what I sound like when uh, I've been drinking. Okay. I become a sassy baritone. <laughs> um, and and he would just be like, why are you telling me this? You just need to not be together. It's like, I don't know how. <laughs> we have a joint bank account. Oh, y'all did a joint bank account? I know. I don't even have one now. <laughs> I didn't have one when I was married. It was insane. I was young. I was so stu- It was like my first really, really serious relationship. It was so messed up. Um, and I was like, I don't know how to get out of this. Mm, just could you kill me? <laughs> I think if you kill me, I'll be out of it. <laughs> um, and I didn't know what to do. And it took so long. And then eventually I was, yeah. And it took years. And like. I remember this one, he would just get mad at nothing. Really? Like one time we were at a dinner and he just reached over the table and punched one of his best friends in the face. What? <laughs> because he didn't agree. Like he had these weird anger things and yeah, he just punched him and then left. And then there was one time he just got in this huge fight with my friend and I in the subway and we got back to our apartment and he locked himself in our room and I was like, I'm just going to check on him and see what's going on. And he had crawled out the window. What? <laughs> okay, Amber. See, I, sometimes I think relationships like, relationships like that, it's easier to move up after that. So now like... But even then I was like... Mm. It's so hard, the bank account and the <laughs> furniture, and oh, I'm so tired. Um, but yes, I did eventually move on. <laughs> okay, did you like have to withdraw your money out of the bank account? We like, we split everything up. Okay, it, it ended up working out. But yeah, that was a that was just bad. Oh, it was bad. So one day you just walked in and was like, "I'm done." I yeah, I was just like, "We we aren't good. <laughs> we are not good, right? Like you know this, you know." And he's like, oh, I guess. <laughs> and then he was like, but we should try. I'm like, no, no, no. You punch people and crawl out windows. We're not good. <laughs> you just listed it off. Just... Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Did y'all do a clean, like, ending? Or was it, like, one of those, like... Well, we were living together, so it okay. was a lot of, like, couch sleep. But we had, we had like, three other roommates at the time, okay. too. So luckily there was sort of a buffer... But we ended up not living together very, very soon. It was just a few weeks. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that time in between was tough, like having to run into each other in the bathroom. And, yeah, that's always like. So when you because I, I know it must have been tough to, like, take a step further and get, and get away. Like, talk about, like, your emotional process during that. Like, how were you, like, getting through 
my emotional process is generally to not have emotion. Okay. I'm one of those people who shuts down, pretends things aren't happening, and just like shoves it deep deep down into my New England belly. Oh, you're doing the McNeil's method. Oh, <laughs> what's up? Yeah. Yeah, I um I have a very hard time with emotions, um and I just block them. I block them out. It's not happening. Word. I uh, don't feel. <laughs> I like to say uh yeah, I push everything down. 20, at 26, it came all back up. You know, had about a year processing. So if every 25, 26 years, I'm going to have a meltdown, I'll just keep it all on the side and have a meltdown every 20-some years. That sounds great. Hey. Yeah, just take a vacation, go to an island, scream into a volcano, and come back. <laughs> exactly. I'm good. Everything's clean. Exactly. I'm clean and pure. Exactly. So I'll just stuff it all down. Okay. That's that's how I deal with things. <laughs> is, is that the suggested method? I think that's probably the worst way to deal with things, but um, I have not learned any other way. Okay. I was not, um, yeah, I was not taught any uh, coping mechanisms. Fair enough. So this is what I got. <laughs> Did you do you ever look back on reflect reflecting how far you've come since then? Oh, since a million things. Yeah, I've done I've done very well. Like. I I can be hard on myself for sure and I wish I wish there are, you know, a million things I'd done better, but when I think about where I started in life and where I am now, ultimately I have to be incredibly proud of myself. Okay. Is that is that what helps out like thinking about it in that perspective? Uh, cuz I I would say like when you're going through something, you don't see like you don't see the benefit right there. So like reflecting back on it now uh are you starting to see the benefits of like breaking up and moving forward and those mistakes like growing from them yes because nothing else would have gotten me where i am right now and i'm incredibly happy where i am right the now. relationship like going through that yeah okay. yeah i mean not just i don't want to define my life by relationships. oh yeah of course um but where i am right now is great so if I hadn't done everything else before that, like my choose your own adventure book <laughs> wouldn't have gotten me to speaking into this microphone to Fair you enough. right now. And this ultimately is where I want to be. Okay. So I can't say, you know, I can't hate on that dude and <laughs> his <laughs> shit ass behaviors <laughs> because like, I'm here now with the people I know now who are my favorite people I've ever known. So how can I be how can I be sad? Fair enough, fair enough. And um one thing I wanted to ask you, uh, apart from relationships, is that you talk about like career wise and like job wise and like we have you ever like jumped onto another job or career and been scared about that or mistakes that you've made with well, that? Um I didn't go to college until I was 25. Okay. Um, because I couldn't afford it. Um, so after high school was was kind of tough, um, kind of figuring out what I could do. Because a lot of my friends just went right to college, um, and I kind of sort of, you know, had to fart around with different jobs. I ended up working in um, some camera labs because my grandmother was a bookkeeper at okay. one. Okay. And that started my love of photography. Okay. And 
I had to translate what you said because bookkeeper to me from back home, like he's like mafia. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, no. Her grandma was she, in the mafia. <laughs> God, maybe she wasn't. No, she she was like an accountant okay. for um, this photo lab in New Hampshire, and that got me a job at the photo lab, which got me started in an interest in photography, which is ultimately what got me interested in art and got me to go to art school when okay. I went to college. Um, so that was a huge leap for me. I would not ne- like I didn't take a single art class before I went to college and I went to art school, which to me is insane. Um, and that was a m- major leap. I never thought I was going to get in. Um, I applied to these art schools and I got into like some of the best art schools in the country. Okay. Having never taken an art class. Look at you. And it blew my mind and again like going to art school even though I'm not an active artist now I use the skills that I learned and what I've taken away from the amazing people and mentors there in everything I do every day um so it was it was incredible and I'm so happy every day that I did that and I would never change that for like a school where I actually got a degree that I use. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, at the beginning, when you when you first came in here, I told you that you'd have to uh, access your inner preacher, black yep. preacher slash motivational speaker, and to uh, it, I haven't I don't have a name for this segment yet. I'm right. working on a name. If you think of one, let me know. Okay. Uh, but. What I want you to do is I'm got to put maybe a minute to a minute and a half on the clock. Uh-oh. And I want you to give an inspirational speech, maybe alluding to your mistakes and how you've grown from them and how you can always grow. But this is your chance to to give to shine. All right. This could inspire someone listening right now. Okay. So uh, I'm going to start the music. <laughs> and <laughs> Oh dear, this this could be garbage, but I'm gonna do my best. Oh, I am waiting, and I'm gonna put a minute on the clock. All right, maybe a minute and a half, and we're just gonna go for it. All right, you let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Okay, my beautiful babies, don't ever think that a mistake is a mistake. There's always something to gain from it. Don't, don't regret things that you've done because you can learn from it. Don't think you're too old to do anything. Uh, if there's something out there that you want to do, go for it. Don't think there's one particular path that you have to follow. Because everyone, everyone who's successful has bounced from thing to thing to thing. You need, you need to jump from A to D to M to Z to get to the thing that you want to do. There are a million options for you, and you can have it all. It doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor, whatever options happen for you, you can do it. I know you've been through shit. We have all been through shit. It's tough. Life is so hard, but don't forget how short it is. That's the thing. Life is short, and you you need to make it happen for you. Be kind, be loving, be real. Make it happen. You're beautiful. I love you. I believe in you. 
It's gonna, it's gonna happen. You're the best. Kisses. Wow, that that was exactly a minute. Was that okay? That that was that was good. Like someone is going to change their life, please, because of what you just <laughs> said. Uh, I mean it. Have you ever thought about being a black preacher? <laughs> <laughs> There's part of it you can't be, but I've thought about blackface. Okay, <laughs> I've been talked out of it by many people. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Not necessarily. Um, but yeah, that that was it. That like we're coming to the end of the Mick Real podcast. God, that went by fast. Uh, is there this any is fun? I can do this for hours. Really? You can motivate people for hours? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you want to have anything you want to plug? Um, you know, Lamb Mermaids of the Varsity tonight. I'm moving to New York. Okay. If anyone's in New York and has a job for me, hit me up. Uh, oh, word, word. <laughs> Are you going to have a couch? What? Are you going to have a couch? Oh, we're going to have an air mattress. And anybody who wants to sleep on it who's going to give me a job. There you go. There you go. There you go. Rent um, is expensive in New York, and yes. she has a couch for you if you give her a job. Yeah. Also, I want to do improv in New York, so if you could ha- uh, hook me up with that, I'd be happy. That. Because I like attention. Thank you. There we go. That was this week's episode of Humor and Mistakes featuring Amber Dudley. You can catch us on every Saturday at 5 p.m. on 103.5 FM. And if you don't catch us there, we're on iTunes and we're about to be on Google Play. We legit. If you've ever made a mistake or if you just have a good life lesson that we can learn from, we invite you on the show. Just remember, everybody makes mistakes. But we encourage you to laugh at them. We out.